Bad, mate. I didn't even know we were starting. I was just updating my apps on me. Oh, I don't think you jumped so hard when we started. <laughs> I didn't realise. Well prepped, they eh? Well prepped. Yeah. So, boys, uh, what happened on the weekend, eh? A couple of us played golf. Yeah. Me, me myself and Jazz were uh, victorious. Yeah. Against Napes and Napes Spook. And Spook. Not too hard. Easy competition. <laughs> Lino, you had, a, you had a hit out at MacArthur Grange. I mate. did, yeah. We hit, had a hit at the People's Course. Didn't get the win myself. But, you know, we'll play next week again. We'll throw the clubs. <laughs> Judy? Uh, no golf for me, but uh, another feat at the fine Portuguese establishment called Frango's um, at Petersham. Now, now, you were just telling us before we went on air. I set the world record for <laughs> installing a basketball hoop. How long did you take? Two hours, 14 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> any, get any help with that? Yeah, did you get any help? The missus read out the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um. it's deceptively hard. <laughs> Especially when you, you mix up the, the middle and, yeah, no. How long did you say it took? Oh, something around two hours. I think it took them the same amount of time to actually get one in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm shooting absolute buckets. <laughs> Working on my layup. Not, I'm not a tall individual. You didn't even call bank, mate. You had the miso feeling. No, you didn't first call bank. shot in. <laughs> no one oh, can prove how that. Do we, how do we know that? No, no one can prove that. Ask her. <laughs> We'll get her on the show next Is that week. the knee slapper for the week? <laughs> <laughs> Be close to it. And then when I had to shoot it again to say bank, got it in. So two from two. And then I missed the next 17. <laughs> you took a lot of time in between replies. I think I think you're fucking telling fibs here, mate. You're having us on. I remind myself of a young Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. <laughs> uh, oh. Wow. I'll be the first to say I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Famous player? Yep. Oh he plays for the Lakers. Oh, geez, my team. Oh, very good. Yeah, so, boys, did you hear about the two midgets that are going to a bar? No. No, no, no. tell me. Please. They, they pick up two prostitutes and take them uh, to separate hotel rooms. The first midget, however, is unable to get an erection. His depression is enhanced by the fact that from the next room, he hears the cries of one, two, three, ah, all night long. In the morning, the second midget asked the first, how did it go? The first whispered, it was embarrassing. I simply couldn't get a heart on the second midget shook his head. You think that's embarrassing? He asked. I couldn't even get on the fucking bed. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is another that's outstanding. That is <laughs> You're on fire. That's oh. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> Slow start. It's, it's really building. Thanks, mate. Oh, that <laughs> Man, means a lot from you, eh? <laughs> Carl Barron, watch out. Oh, oh shit. Mate, I love here. that. Look here. Oh, what, do we got? what do we got? <laughs> um, we've got some fan mail this week. Great stuff. Um, we'll throw over some of the boys to read some of this out. But <laughs> oh, that's good. Sorry. All right, Jazza, Jazza. So this week we got some fair mail from B Stork or Ben Stork. Just, just a quick shout out. Happy birthday! It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Storky. Big man. Happy birthday, Storky. But um, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's asked the question: If one play, if you could sign one player to your side. To strengthen your roster for next year, who would it be? I've gone straight up. Harry Grant, West Tigers. <laughs> hold on yeah. to him. Yeah. Hold Harry, on. Harry or Barry? <laughs> Barry Plant. I've got to hold on to him. Got, yep. got to. But being, being realistic for the Tigers, I won't throw out a Chambalola or anything because they're all on contract, but one that I was really upset we didn't chase harder or we missed out on was Jai Arrow. Mm. I think a solid middle forward or Tyson Brazil. Um, big on the edge for us, but... After losing Madison, I think we need someone to sort of bring back that composure, but also the skill set, the offloads, and the work rate all together. There's only a few of them running around, your Arrows, your Murrays, Taroyevich, and he was off contract, so I was really unfortunate we missed out on him. But on a realistic note, I'd say I would have loved for the Tigers to keep him, or Harry Grant, obviously. Mm-hmm. Also? Uh, yeah, I'd like a big bopper for us at CS. Um Take a bit of pressure off Totola um, and Thomas Burgess. Um, maybe Adam Fanua Blake. He'd be good. Bit of a hothead. Probably get us in a bit of trouble, but uh, he'd be good. Or a Papali or someone like that. Um, yeah, just a bit of bit of go forward and a bit, uh, bit strong in defence and that. So help us out. Um, yeah, probably what we're lacking a little bit at the moment. Goose? Um, so we're losing Tyson Frizzell. So, you know, we need to try and obviously... Um, replace him 
but I'm going to go with uh, a half that I really like is Cameron Munster. I would really like to have him at the club. He just backs himself. He's you know such a great talent, and everyone knows that. Um, so I think he'd be really good for us. Um, but being realistic, as you guys have said, looking at the off-contract list, the guy I'd really like to have back at the club is off-contract at the moment has been told he's not wanted at Brisbane next year is Jack Burt. Played a lot of different positions, injury-prone. But I would love if Saints can sign him on a maybe a five six hundred two year deal. I like it. I like it. How about you? But who, who can the Roosters <laughs> try to check that next? Well, look, I've had a bit of a think, and I think we need someone off the bench. Like I wouldn't change our starting team much, but the only person, if he was happy to play off the bench, would be Brendan Smith. I'd like Brendan oh, Smith. Oh, yeah. If he was happy to play off the bench, well, he's probably not a bench player, but um. He's probably... Oh, I'd like to re-sign the Morris Twins too if they're off contract yeah. next year. But, um, yeah, probably Brendan Smith, I'd go. If he if he comes off the bench, we've had a chat about this, Judy, but best bench player in mm. the comp, if he's if he's on the bench each week? Yeah, yeah 100%. He's, oh, he'd be one of the toughest in the comp to tackle, I reckon. Short right. and stocky. Yeah. He's unreal. And just on South as well, I think what you lack is a bit of leadership. Yeah, mm. that's true. You miss Sam Burgess and John Sutton sort of pushing up getting behind the lads, bo- sort of behind the try line when things aren't, aren't so much on camera. I think that's what you're lacking a bit. In yeah, I don't know if Reynolds has got it in him mm. as much. In saying that, they lost a 1,000 games of experience in four players in one year. Well, that's it. That's, so that's why they need it. Like it really, like it's, it's going to be hard to, but you're right. They need, they need to sign someone with mm. yeah, it's just more leadership. Good question, Benny. Great question. Happy birthday. Uh, did we have another one from... We do. We, we've got a second-time questioner, so we've, we've got a big fan out there. So to shout out to Gum Jack Taylor, JT, who has hit me up with a question this afternoon. You have three song options. You can choose one to listen to for the rest of your life. Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. Track. Jack and Diane by the great John Mellencamp. Oh. Or Working Class Man by Jimmy Barnes. Now, before anyone jumps the gun, I have given him a stern talking to about the lack of inclusion of Elton John. Thank you. And Mr. Billy Joel. <laughs> You've just ranked my, t- my two favourites of all time, Joel and Elton John, so I'll pass this one on to you, boys. Die straights. Yeah, I'll go Don die straights as well. Bit of a no-brainer. That's a Jack and straight. Diane. I like that song. <laughs> I think if I heard Jimmy Barnes screaming in my ear for a day, let alone the rest of my life, I'd give up my hearing. Mate, Jimmy Barnes is a legend. Ab- absolute legend, but I could only do so much. You're enough on Australia Day. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> K-San, at, at, you know, the odd 21st or, yeah. you know, it's good enough for me. Bit of chisel's good. Now, boys, I've got one of my own. Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Nah, stop. How do we turn him down? <laughs> i got one. i got one. One, Piano Man by Billy Joel. Two, Piano Man by Billy Joel. <laughs> or three, Piano Man by Billy Joel. In red. <laughs> <laughs> Tough question, but that is the greatest song of all time. The goat of songs for me. That one. You just knew that was Lonnie's favourite song. <laughs> I do. I do. It's the best. It is the best. Sir Elton is, is not far behind. Correct. Piano Man and then Rocket Man. What about Crocodile Rock? Next, <laughs> coming next week, a half an hour chat on the life of Sir Elton John by <laughs> Sam Lonnie and Josh Collagery. <laughs> um, all right. Do we still have any viewers left? Or I think we're dropping. I, don't know. <laughs> I think we're declining fast. Big draw. <coughs> Round 10. Round 10. We're halfway through, boys. Uh, we'll, we'll do a quick round 10 wrap then. Uh, anyone want to start us off? Favourite players, favourite games? Um, my favourite player of the wall, my best player of the week last week. I don't think he got as much limelight as he deserved, but Daly Cherry Evans, he come off an absolute shocker against the Dragons. And I don't think many people backed Manly to win that game, but he's really stood up in his leadership and bounced back after that little bit of a poor individual performance that was not up to his standards, and that was an outstanding win by them. Uh, they, they didn't even control time of possession um, and, and a couple of dodgy ref calls, I think, and they were still able... I think they ran 800 less metres than para and still were able to win. Mm. Really big performance for them. It's a very big win. I went... I couldn't pick between two. I had Nathan Cleary. Yep. And I had Sean Johnson, even though I'm not sold on Cronulla. But I thought Sean Johnson was really good against his old club. Sort of had a – I think he came out and said he wanted to prove a point. 
and I think he did that. He played really well, and Cleary's just getting better and better every week. I think he's getting mature, and Jesus, I reckon he's going to be a good player in the future. If there was doubt about his origin spot, I think oh. he's really wrapping that up. Yep, Mitch. Yeah, to close out that game against Cowboys, I had him as my um, my player of the week, uh, def- attack and defensive wise. Um, he smacked Cohen Hess, I think it was. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he got up and got got a bit fiery, but um, <laughs> Cheech and Chong, Andrew Johns and uh, Fitler, they always give. Cleary absolute raps, and mm. I think this week was uh, was definitely a week to give him raps because he he certainly played very well in mm. uh, in my eyes, and yeah, he's continuing his great form. Should Good guy, Cleary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, big fan of the podcast. Big fan of the podcast. I don't necessarily have a player, but just to go a bit touch on what you said, great win by Manly. Yes, what you were saying, Josh. Great win by Manly, but the, the commentators seem to forget that Parramatta had injuries too. Mm. Like they were sure Manly were great and all that, but Moses has been out, but they were also without Madison and Ferguson. Mm. So I think for them, I guess they'll bounce back this week against the Tigers hard. But the commentators seem to forget just because Troy Rich and Walker and all that are out uh, to mention the other side of things. But um, I don't have a specific player as I said, but Harry Grant top of the Dally M, um, and then Smith and Gutherson just on his tail, one point behind. But twenty-two year old hooker, that's that's unreal going from him. Got a standing ovation at the game, didn't he? He did. When he came he did. on. As it was a full house at Leichhardt. Oh. Chant and Harry. Yeah. Consoling the Broncos players on the bench as well. Yeah. Quite nice of him. Yep. Throwing a hand out, throwing us some support. Um, for us, though, we're a bit like the Broncos on our, our side of the multi things. We're back to one out of four. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, jeez. We're getting worse. <laughs> Can you boys back me up? <laughs> Picking, on, on, you're on fire. picking a horse and you're getting <laughs> legs ahead of us. We've got to move away from any time try scores, I reckon. We've got a grapple this week. The, r- the Roosters carve up the Cowboys. Tedesco doesn't score. <laughs> the Storm carve up the Titans. <laughs> Pappenhausen doesn't score. Can, can someone figure <laughs> a leg out yeah, for Blake, me? Blake Green was never scoring. Hence <laughs> 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 why he was $7. Bomb. That was an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> another, another team that I thought were quite good uh, on Sunday. I know we, we spoke about it more with Cleary, but... Penrith as a team, they're, they're growing so well. And I think, you know, a couple of years ago there was chat about the Tigers having a big four um, of, you know, young players all with potential. But is do Penrith have their own version of that big four with uh, Cleary, Appy, James Fisher-Harris and Ville Kickow? Boys, what, what do you think about that? I think they do. Mm. I think they've, they've got something brewing it in Penrith. I think I saw something about them laying like a like a good platform to get a winner premiership. I think you can m- potentially in a couple of years throw Dylan Edwards in there too. I was, I was about yeah. to say special considerations to Dylan Edwards. But I'm um, like, even Mantor's come out in the blocks this year. Yep. So I think they could be the new Fab Four. And Stephen Crichton as well. Yeah. They've got a lot of players. I think um, the only difference between this four and the other four, for, uh, for those not knowing, the big four for the Tigers were Tedesco, Moses, Brooks and Wood. So a large portion of the spine. But um, the difference for Penrith, these four sort of playing different roles to that. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, Fisher-Harris and Kikau were punching up. Coruscant, getting the play the ball for Coruscant to jump out, which automatically gives Cleary that overlap option to either throw someone underneath him or go wide. Yeah. So all across the park, I definitely agree with what you're saying there. All about it. Sorry, there's two other guys. They're just they're stacked in form this year. Um, James Tarmow, his leadership has been great. And Isaiah Yo thrown into the lock position, um, which is becoming a very, very important role and he, he's killing it as well. But back to the, the big four chat, boys, there's, some be, there's been some great uh, quads of, of groups. In the past, the Beatles. Ooh. If, we were the, if we were the Beatles, who would we be? You're, you're Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> no, no, no doubt about it, the out-of-time drummer. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh. I reckon more so as a bit of a McCartney. It's very bit funny, bit George Harrison. Bit of controversy. Oh, turn it up. George, I've thrown myself John Lennon. Oh. <laughs> Only because I'll be copping a bullet soon. <laughs> Pato's too chill to not be George Harrison. <laughs> you, you tell me who the Yoko Ono is and I'll go, I'll go, I'll go find her. <laughs> any, any disagreements to that? No? No. No, I'll take Ringo. No qualms. All right, what about another four? I've got one. You go on, go. What about Abba? Abba, Agnetha, Annie Freed, Bjorn and Benny. <laughs> That's us four in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Got another one. Anchorman. The news crew. Mm. I reckon Lonnie's our Ron. 
Ron Burgundy. He's Ron out. He's our Sexist, Ron Burgundy. He's, he's slick our, hair. Yeah. He's, he's our anchor. Uh, Jazza, champ kind, sports. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Mawson, Brick Tamlin, weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, the Sex Panther, Mr. Brian Fantana. <laughs> what about Hangover? Oh. You're, you're Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Judy is Alan. It's a very weird way to say Phil. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Phil. Line is Doug. I'll cop Doug. More so is a massive Phil, but. Are <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say that Jazz is Stu? Oh, the, what else we got? <laughs> Actually, you'd be Stu. Jazz is Stu. What are some other fours out there? I've been thinking about getting my bartender's license. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Oh. Here, the Jonas Brothers are in town this weekend. <laughs> not again. Not a group of four, but a great question that gets thrown around is if, if you had to have an actor play you, who would you have? You'd be obviously going on the same thing, Zach Galifianakis, Judy, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, there's only one guy that has looks equal or better than me, and that is the big Leonardo DiCaprio. So oh, I think it'd be easy. You to don't even have the same hair colour. <laughs> it'd, it'd be easy to choose Leo DiCaprio <laughs> or Adrian Grenier. That's a bit... That's more... More... Closer. Yeah, closer. The eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone with um, either Kevin James, Paul, Mo- <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul <laughs> or um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> They're my two. Oh, Moneyball. That's good. Who's Brad Pitt? <laughs> Definitely not me. I, I reckon I'll be the probably the rock when I uh, <laughs> start to lose a little bit of hair. <laughs> Same figure. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I've gone. I'll give myself massive overs here. There's no way it's fair, but. You're Owen Wilson, I, I watched <laughs> You're Owen Wilson. Wow. wow. He, doesn't, he doesn't have the snobs. <laughs> I watched I watch Captain America today and Chris Evans, oh, like, looking oh. in a mirror. In a mirror. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Judy's <laughs> got, got a bit of Johnny Depp about him, I reckon. Ooh. <laughs> Liney's Adam Sandler post-2010. <laughs> <laughs> Liney is Jack and Jill Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler. That's post my boy. Post-Happy post Gilmore, day, I reckon. Post. No, he had yeah, a couple. Yeah, Grown-ups one was all right. And then you just go straight down the hill. Grown ups one and two were good. Yeah, you and oh, me, bo- you and me both. Two's, in that, yeah. Yeah. two's yes. a bit hard. I, I don't know about that. But there Kevin was Spade in that. Is it Kevin Spade? Is he not? David, yeah, David, David Spade. Spade. David Spade. David Spade. Spade. I love David Spade. You're David Spade in Bentraumas. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Richie? Yeah. Richie. Oh. <laughs> Which one's the one that's afraid of the sun? Is that Howie? Howie, Howie <laughs> hates the sun. That's you, mate. <clears throat> back, back on Adam Sandler very quickly. I thought his movie career was over after Jack and Jill. But for anyone that's watched it, if you haven't watched it, I reckon jump on it. Uncut Gems on Netflix. Yeah, really good. Around that. Yeah. I liked it. Kevin Garnett, who knew he could act? KG. I've heard conflicting yeah, stories yeah. about <laughs> that. Nah, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> Uncut Gems. If you don't like it, hit up our DMs on Instagram and tell me how much I suck at movies. Any of your favourite movies out there as well, hit us up for some DMs. Any any mm. good quotes, hit us up in the DMs and let us know about it, eh? And I see it will give you a shout-out, maybe a six-pack, who knows? Tell us who you think you'd be as an actor or actress. Yeah, uh, of course. Who, who of best course. suits you. Yeah, send us, a, send us a message. All right, good stuff, gentlemen. Uh, moving on, there's a, there's a few big hot topics this week, um, especially coming out even today um, in the media. So we'll do, we'll do, not moving into round 11 just yet, sort of a free-flow... Um, any headlines that you boys want to talk about? I think you had one, Jazza. Uh, I, I hope one happened. <laughs> On the front page, oh, well. SBW comes home. Oh. The Chookies. Money bill. Four, 400 Gs apparently sitting in the account. Give him that for this year. Of course. Year. Come off the bench. Come off the, would he play like a Ben Teo role at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I hope. But I don't know. Well, current or former Ben Teo? Yeah. No, no. I mean big how, difference. No, I mean how so Ben Teo's come back. He's just getting like a couple of minutes ah, off the bench yeah. every, now, every now and then. I think... Sonny would probably get a little bit more minutes, but mm. like there's already Angus and Boydie there. Like I'd play him lock. Yeah, in the middle. In yeah, the I middle. I was going to say that, yeah. but it's, it just depends how his fitness is with all these new yep. rules. But I'd lo- love to see him back. He has said before, if he came back to league, he's going to go back to the Roosters. So of course he fucking would. They all say that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope see, so. You see a lot. Just to jump in there, you see a lot when they go across to different codes, or not this, not necessarily different codes, but like Super League, and then come back to NRL. You seen it with Burgess. He took his time. It was slow. Mm. Uh, who else was? Uh, who else was I thinking? Well, Burgess ben Teo. Ben, I was going to say yeah, Ben Teo, and how I guess he hasn't been playing that many minutes, but the way of adapting to the game and how quick it would be. How do you think um, Sonny would go? Um, Coming back, what he, is he just natural? He jumps straight back. He is a it? natural yeah. freak, but I think it'd take a little take bit, of a bit of time. Yeah. Especially he played a couple of games in Super League, and that, that's a lot yeah. slower and 
different, different climate. Yeah, different. Yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think you take a little bit of time, but he's so, he's a freak. So, so many NRL players just get lost in Super League. Zeb mm. Taya, mm. Carlos Tuomavave, Paulie Paulie. They just go and never come back. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. Freak. Uh, Wish we still had him. I was going to say about Sonny, there's a lot of rumours about him going to the Warriors for a couple of games. Boys, how do you reckon he'd go there? Is it, is it more to... Because you're obviously not going to be able to attract fans, really, to the games, and then they're obviously not going to be playing in New Zealand, but would you use him more to... Got a lot of young players in that squad. They've had a really tough year in terms of families. Would he be able to, I don't know, nurture players like Jermaine Tanoa-Brown and Elise Katoa? I think so, definitely. And they'd probably... He's probably one of their childhood heroes, to be honest with you. That's right. Given their youth and how long he's been around... Not only the league, but over in Union as well. I think that it, if they could get him for a few games, he said he wouldn't go anywhere else other than the Roosters, but maybe compromise for a few. I think that'd be really good. Childhood heroes, a good shout. He would have been what? When we, when we were about maybe seven, eight, started playing rugby league, there's players in there that are younger than us that are, that are playing these days. So, yeah, that would be all right. Yeah, it's a good point. They've got nothing to lose, Warriors. So, 100%. Why wouldn't they? And, then, you know, if they've got players that actually want to play at the club and not head back home, nothing against that. But, um, but yeah, why wouldn't they? Another player in that Wolfpack team, Ricky Latelli, came out today. He's actually the highest paid centre in the world. At really? The yes. Oh. But, um, How much is he on? I'm not too sure. In the, the world. <laughs> in the world. But um, do you reckon he'd benefit? Do you reckon he'd go back to Cronulla? Or have they got too many outside I backs? think they'd benefit from having him. Yeah. They can't have too many considering Moylan's always out and Dugan's always out. Will Kennedy is their backup fullback, and nothing, no disrespect to him, mm. but you know he's not in the top echelon of fullbacks. Yeah. Mm. So getting someone like that back to your centres to promote sort of maybe shifting someone into that position, maybe. Mm. But yeah. you know he, he was he was an underrated centre back in the league. He was. That's why they chased him. So any club would be lucky to have him. Mm. Think. Could be a good uh, centre pairing for Bradman Best at Newcastle, but I think Newcastle mm. are a little bit um, cash sensitive after signing Frizzell and already. Upgrading Ponga, so I think yeah, the cash comes into it. It'd be interesting to see how it plays into the salary cap this year, and then is there an extended deal? Like wh- what happens with the, with the Wolfpacks long term? Not mm. to forget Boyd's off. Boyd's going to be finishing up. Broncos could use a bit of experience in their back line, yeah. especially with Oates shifting to second row. Mm. Yeah. Um, also on him, good to see his, his bloody legs not broken. Yeah. Oh, that was three very three sad, weeks. That looked, bad, that, that looked awful. He looks like he's in so much pain. Eh? Mm. Yeah, it was it was agonising to watch. So many injuries when he was younger. Hey. OT, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's had a, a little bit of an uphill battle, but good to see he'll be back shortly. Yep. Um, and then any other? We had some other hot topics. We're on the Broncos now. Why yep. not talk about them? So, boys, I know we've had a couple of uh, questions coming from outside of the few beers deep uh, arena. I've got one for you, boys. If you were the CEO or the owner of the Broncos, what changes would you make at the moment, based on the current squad? And would Anthony Seabold see out the year? Second part, using players only off contract or out of favour at other clubs or other codes, who would you sign next year at the Broncos to fix the current issues? Good, good question. Um, but like double, double barrel there, obviously. Yep. I'll, I'll touch on the Seabold side of things. Um, I've, I've never been, and I'll get to this in a little while on other coaches, but I'm never one to sack mid-season, especially a shortened season, we're already halfway, is the club going to benefit further? It's been such turmoil for them media-wise. Are they going to further benefit from a changing of coach as well? Obviously, we're not on the inner, in the inner sanctum. We can't see if the players hate him, the players love him. We can't see that. But I don't think they're going to benefit from it. I'd at least give him the rest of the year. He's on a five- or six-year contract. And this is what? Year one? Year two. Year two, year two sorry. Um, and you wouldn't call year one a fail. No, by Brisbane, by Brisbane standard, maybe not, but you know, I'd, I'd at least give him the rest of this year, at least. I'd probably get rid of him. <laughs> right, right now, or at the by end the of the board. year. Uh, right now, okay. wow. Yep. I'd, I'd cut throat. Yep. He's he got brought to this club to win a premiership. You got people in the wings, like I think you could bring in someone like Kevy Walters, who like is so passionate about the Broncos, and I think he could do a job. And get that culture back, apparently, that they're missing. A player that is out of favour and I think would benefit, I reckon Blake Green mm-hmm. could help. 100%. I think Milford to fullback, keep Croft or Dearden, 
and then Green has to play six or seven. I think he'd help them manage a game and just kick kick the corners and do that. I think they got the forward pack to do it. But I think Blake Green would help them massively and I wouldn't change the team too much with the roster they've got. Yeah, I don't want to see um, Broncos do what uh, dogs are doing at the moment with their halves where they keep chopping and changing. Because um, effects on, on like that on a player uh, is just like massive because they'll go out there one week thinking, oh, you know, is my, you know, is my job um, going to be secure for next week? That's going to affect how they play. Um, I think they're doing that. Uh, the, the Broncos are going to chopping and changing uh, positions. And that confidence in the players' like ability to come out each week and you know, perform and in, not in the back of their minds thinking, am I going to get, you know, sacked for this or, you know, one bad game. They've got to just stick with their, their team. They've got, they listed Tom Dearden this week at halfback. Run with it, you know. Let it let it go. See how it goes. Give it a couple of couple of weeks. See what happens. Um, players like Milford, they've you know, they've, they've given him a fair crack. I don't know how he's how he's still there and how you know other players are getting dropped over him. But that's just my personal opinion on Milford. So yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. Um, I'll, I'll throw on top of Blake Green, James Maloney as one mm. if mm. they can coach him back to Super League. But um, just on. Chopping and changing of halves. I related to another sport that I talk about a bit. Cricket, sort of, it's one of those things where if you're if you know that the coaching staff and the player people ahead of you that are sort of selecting you are confident in you, then you can be confident in yourself. If you if you go out each week thinking if I stuff up, this is my last game, and every you, you think every mistake you make could be your last, yeah. you're going to be in your own head. You yeah, need to be exactly. given that freedom to play. You need to have faith that your coach has faith in you to be able to perform. And they definitely, I don't think they have that at the moment with the chopping and changing, as you said. A couple of weeks ago, they said Dearden's too young to start mm. to come into this sort of situation, and here he is. So I think that's a real good point from you, Mitch. I'm going to jump on the back on some of the things that you guys have all said. To answer, sort of my own, obviously I had some thoughts about it by asking the question, to see what you guys thought. I'm not sacking Seabold on the basis of all the injuries they've had this year. And two out of his four in his spine, Jack Bird and Jake Turpin, went down quite early. Now, notwithstanding that, the last two years they've been kicked out of the comp quite heavily in the finals. And the major signing he's, that they've gone and signed was Brody Croft. And I know I've harped on about it in the last couple of weeks, but he wasn't really in favour at Melbourne. And Melbourne were quite happy to let him go. And didn't you, you know if a pl- if Melbourne want to keep a player, they'll keep him. That's right. And I don't think Craig Bellamy saw a long term future. Whether Craig was going to be there long term or not, they didn't see a future in him. Now, as to what I do to the current side, I like that Dearden's there at seven. He needs to stay there for the rest of the year. He needs to start to be able to grow. To Jazz's point about their forwards, they still need time. They still need half engagement. They still need playmakers to play around them. And the only way you're going to do that is by by forging that. That's right. And, and if I was coaching them, I'd start by giving myself the sack. But you'd want to try and <laughs> let them know, look, let the media say what they want. We're building to next year. Because even if they made the finals, they've been copying some absolute beatings this year that is really going to be able to hurt the, the sort of building of some of their players. Last thing I'll say, Paul Gallen came out and said it, it's a very controversial point, and I, I know that a lot of people will be against it, but I'd move Darius Boyd back to one for the rest of the year. He's not going to be there next year. They don't have... like They've already dropped Tessie New. Milford has had his chance at this side. He went to one last year. He was at six this year. He hasn't played a lot of good footy. Darius Boyd's been playing fullback for 10, 12 years. He's, his best years have passed him, but it's not about the wins and losses to the end of the year. If he can provide some stability at the back to allow Tom Dearden to focus more on his role at seven and not think about any other role, I think that would really help their player development. It might not mean they're going to win games. Boyd's, Boyd's not going to steal a show, but it provides them some stability so that Croft can focus on running at six and Dearden can be the chief playmaker. And the last point to the question, who would I sign? Bit of a controversial one, but it's a big name outside of the codes who said he wants to play rugby league. Sign Quade Cooper. Quade. He has a personal relationship with a lot of the Broncos. He's a really great athlete. I think his days at Rugby Union are done. I think he's 32, 33, so it can't be a long-term deal. But he's that big attraction that... And he's an unreal talent. I was watching some of his highlights, just running the footy at 10, that I think he could work with 
Tom Dearden in the halves to promote his game long term. What do you boys reckon about that? That'd be big. That would be big. I think they need to develop a, like a leadership group. Just something's gonna, you know, be around the boys and you know tell them, you know, one bad game won't decide the fate. You know, they as you said as well, Goose, and as I said before, Tom Dearden, stick him there, let that play out. Let's see how it goes. But I don't know, Quade Cooper at thirty thirty two. It's a big risk. I think. I think yeah. the problem with this leadership group is that they're trying with Carrigan and Croft, but they've gotten rid of so much leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, the that's the issue. I agree about the dropping of Milford. I think he's had enough chance. If, if anyone's due to be dropped, it's him. I don't know if I agree with shifting Boyd back mm. because I don't rate him anymore. No, nah, I think Asako is their future at one. Yeah, whether he's playing their best or not, I don't know. But I think I agree with dropping Milford. Not not Boyd though. Um, would you drop Boyd altogether then in the centres? Because he, he's not a centre. I mean, I, I would because they've got they've got these stars. That I would have said before Oates got injured to throw him back on the wing. Yeah. Asako fullback, Coates on the wing, and then uh, Staggs and Farnsworth in the centres. Mm. But as you said, they've had some injuries, so it's a tough one. So maybe, I don't know if I'd drop him, but I don't know if fullback's the answer for him at no, this stage. He's been hanging by a thread for a while. They said that Xavier Coates is their long-term projection for fullback. Why is he not playing fullback? I don't know. But my thing with the Broncos, at least, I'm critical, but someone's got to come 15th each year. Yeah. Someone's got to come 16th. You can't sack the same, like the coach every year that finishes bottom. But the, the conversely to that, in the next couple of weeks, when they're p- full strength again, when David Fafita comes back and, and Jake Turpin comes back and they've got some you know bigger names there than, than rookies trying to establish themselves, they're going to hurt a lot of sides that are trying to make the eight. Because they're going to be so hard to play. Could um could Paul Green be the answer for the Broncos? They're looking at him. They're looking mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. Which so brings if me to Kevy. If Kevy didn't want it, then if not Kevy, Paul I think Green. if Kevy's Queensland coach, they want to give it to him. Mm. But it's, he he definitely could be. He's he's an intense coach. He came out during the week or today and said he has an intense style. But maybe they need that. I don't know Seabold's style, but maybe that's what this young group needs to sort of pull him into line and get their heads right. Funny that you mentioned Green because moving on to my next point. He's been sacked this week. That's three coaches in a month we've seen gone. Pay, Green and Kearney. Um, so my question for you boys, and you know, three mid-seasons is quite a lot, especially in a shortened year. Other than Seabold, we don't have to go into it too much, but who's your next coach to go? I think a month ago a lot of us were saying McGregor. But I think he's sort of <coughs> you know, he got his feet out of the water a little bit. They've got to start beating top eight teams though. Mm. I'm saying John Morris. Yeah. Mm. Not this year. But I don't see Sharks improving and improving and improving under him. Under him. Mm. I think, I, I think he'll yeah. be next to go. Yeah. And I'd love to see them get Eddie Jones. Well, Eddie yeah, Jones. Talk that. Yeah. I'd love because that because you've seen over the years rugby are poaching a lot of our players. I'd love to start seeing us trying to poach back some players. But I, I understand we've got a couple of schoolboy ones, but mm. I'd like to see us try and poach some rugby players. But yeah, I agree with you, John Morris. Speaking of that, we just lost lost one today. The South the yeah. South kid. Yep. Backflipped that young kid. Oh, really? He backflipped. Can't remember, rugby. can't remember his name. Three million. Oh. Suali, I think. Oh, it that's is. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Just backflipped on South, yeah. What, just quickly on the coach thing, what's Anthony Griffin and Jeff Tuvey got to do to get a run? I know. Because I, I think they're both established coaches. It amazes me that the dogs didn't throw everything at Tuvey. Mm. Barrett yeah. is, you know, he's, at the end of the day, he had a kind of unsuccessful, kind of successful tenure at Manly. I don't think he's the answer to pull that out of the out not, of the not ground. Ahead, not ahead, not ahead. or Griffin think. is the one. He got he got Manly to the finals for the first time in a couple of years, but that's all he could do. He he pretty much the reason why he got out out of Manly was he couldn't he could make do, but he couldn't improve it. So if he gets a couple of signings to the Bulldogs, gets them a bit better on paper, what's he going to? How is he going to be able to evolve to the next step if he couldn't do it at Manly when he had established players there like Daly and Tom and Jake? That's yeah. true. I agree. I would have gone to view or Griffin first over, over that. Mm. Well, there's a few clubs up for a coach now, so I, I would like to see them back in. They're mm. only good for the game. Well, they, I, I know two of his voice that he wants back in, so I don't know what else he's got to do to try and get back in. Anthony Griffin said, because he's on radio a lot, he said, I would do anything to go back. He yeah. goes, there you go. yeah. And I didn't agree with how he was sacked anyway. He had a lot of bad eggs at Penrith. From what look, we're, we're not in it, but we hear reports. Blokes like Moylan, who was straight like I remember we saw him at 
you know, a race course one day. He was injured, but his team was playing in a finals game in a couple of hours. You think the last place you'd want to be if you're a contract star is at a packed race course. So he had a lot of issues in terms of players there. Darius Boyd leaves Brisbane. I don't think they've got too many old heads there that would sort of revolt against, you know, hardened coaching. I think Griffin might be a good fit at Brisbane. Mm. Didn't he used to coach there? He did. He did. But uh, what I'm saying is you get rid of Boyd. He doesn't have anyone he's coached before. Mm. So he's got like a lot of new talent to run with. Mm. But speaking of old talent, I'll tell you right now who I'd sign other than Quade Cooper back to, back to Brisbane to make the Broncos great again is the great Scotty Minto. Oh, that is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> is this leading into our unforgotten It name? is. It is. Back again for its third week, the Forgotten Men of Rugby League, <laughs> and this week we're looking at the muscly touch judges, the wingers. Wingers. <laughs> oh. Who have you gone with, Lonnie? Um, well, this bloke, if you want to talk muscles, he's there, the top of the line. Taniella Tuiaki. Oh, bit of a sad story actually. How he ended with the uh, the ankle injury, leading try scorer that year, until that point. But um, one of those one of those players that sort of gets injured, forgotten. But he was an absolute tank. Mm. Taniello the tank, good player. Mitch, Mitchell. Yeah, I've gone purely uh, name based boys. Uh, Khalifa Fifi Lower. Oh. <laughs> I think he's still might still be playing. I think for Tweed Heads, but uh, you know, had a, had a couple of runs for New Zealand, two tests, but um, yeah. That old shagger, what a name, what a name. Classic, name based. It's a classic. It's a classic. He got around when we were young. Everyone did the dive, Khalifa Fifi, <laughs> in the corner. I have gone with, now, the bold eagle from Penrith and Canberra. I've gone a Canberra player again, can you believe it? Adrian Pertell. Oh, hurts. <laughs> God, he was a good player. But um, he went over to play for Bradford and the London Broncos for a while. But um, Absolute dog. <laughs> but yeah, that's who my forgotten career. Soon to be forgotten about. Very good, very good. Gone too soon. Honourable mention in terms of names: uh, David Violecki for Par- <laughs> Parramatta. <laughs> he was electric on the wing, but I, I'm not choosing Scotty Minto, my man. Yell out if you know him. I'm gonna, we'll play a bit of a guess. Born in Subiaco, Western Australia, he played for the North Queensland Cowboys, the Parramatta Eels, the Gold Coast Titans. And the Wakefield Trinity Wildcats. He played eight games for the great US of A. And he was... He's going to give it away. Is, a he, likened, is, is it a winger? Yes. <laughs> a likened to a certain animated character from the great TV show, The Simpsons. Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob it is. Matthew Peterson. Is he... Nah. He's a winger. He's not you a winger. Not. He wasn't a winger. You, you don't he? remember Sideshow Bob? He wasn't a winger. Yes, he was. He was 100% position the wing. <laughs> <laughs> He's not making it. Oh, jeez. He's not in the Viewers, side. Can you, you please, can you please help me <laughs> out? Can't. Matthew Peterson, if you remember him, get into our DMs. If you know him. Tell <laughs> him. Sideshow, just send a photo. He, he, he played for the Titans or am I thinking someone else? He did play for the Titans. He I did. Sure, he's a winger at the Titans. 100%. <laughs> Matthew Peterson on the sting. You're not thinking of Bo Falloon, are you? I'm not thinking of Bo Falloon, no. <laughs> or Jordan Atkins, four tries on debut. Oh, Jesus debut. Christ. Uh, a a debut this week. The debut. Jack Johns. Yeah, yes. Jack Johns for South. That'll be good. I'm sure more so will give us a little preview soon. Coming up in the next round. Yes, we'll see how he goes. Good, good little segue, Pat. Let's move into the next round. Round 11, um, Thursday night. Big one for me, big one for the Tigers. Big one for the family, isn't it? It is. You, there's no way I'll be watching this one at home <laughs> with my brother. Big Eels fan, my brother. Um, Eels Tigers um, at Bank West. Uh, at Bank West, is it not? Yep. Yeah? Yep. So we struggled against them there last year. Um, but they're, they're looking to bounce back now after a huge – sorry, not a huge loss, but after their first loss, huge for the club because they want to keep the ball rolling. And then, you know, we were – Nothing short of dominant over Brisbane on um, on Friday night, which was really good to see. But it's time for us. We have, as the Tigers, we have three out of se- out of ten last games against bottom eight teams, which means to make the top eight, we need to start winning these games. We can't keep losing them on the bell like against Penrith and um, losing sort of one to twelve. It's time to get the ball rolling on these games. So, um, any thoughts on this one, boys? Eels get their injured stars back. Moses Fergus from Madison, the king of Frasov is back. My <laughs> Dalian pick. 
Um, He's got some work to do. Yeah, he does. I, I, I was quite impressed from the Tigers last week, even though, you know, people are saying how bad the, the Broncos were. But one guy in particular, Billy Walters, thought he did quite well. So I'd like to see how he's going to go against Parramatta. Um, I think Parramatta, if all their stars actually play, um, will be too strong for the Tigers. Sorry, Lonnie. But I think it would be a very good game. Um, and, and it would be good to see um, the Tigers throw the ball around and try and test Parra and see how they go, how, see how Parra responds to that loss. Jazz? Uh, yeah, I have Parramatta on top. I saw a stat today that Clint Gutherson's leading the comp in run metres, so he's getting through yes. a lot of work. Um, Good on him. Good on him. I think Ryan Madison back just strengthens their team. He's, every week I watch him and I just think, God, he's such a good player. I think he'll be an origin origin bolter this year. Um, I'd probably even start him in origin, but we can talk about that at the back end of the year. Um, Luciano Alelua for the Tigers had a good game. And, of course, Harry Grant, impressive every single week. Um, I Mar- think Marshall as well. Yeah, Marshall. Oh, yeah. Some of those balls... He's he, leadership. He's sitting on nine Dally M points and he missed mm. a month of footy. And so George didn't want to re-sign mm. him four years ago for 300 grand. Good to see. Pull your head in, doused. Mm. It's gone now. What about you, Moss? Yeah, Parra will be too strong. Um, I liked what uh, Billy Walters produced last week for a young bloke. Um, Marshall just absolutely, what a star, um, as we touched on there. Uh, I, I want to, I wish Ale- um, Alex Twile was back this week for Tigers just to give um, that bit more... Force. Have uh, they named him in the reserves? No. Nah. I don't think so. I think he's nah. out. Mm. That would have been handy. Very handy against Very the big handy, man. Yeah. Especially against with what Campbell Gillard's putting up. Yeah. And Paul Love. As we said, yeah. All the few stars back. Um, Mitch Moses back, yeah. And the Virgo. And as you said, yeah. As you said, Lonnie. The stars back after, and they'll really want to bounce back from last week. So, yeah, that's all for me. Sounds like four tips for Parramatta. Yeah. Unfortunately for myself. Um, Cowboys versus Manly. Jazza. Well, I think this is, will be a close game, actually. I agree. Yep. But um, I have Manly on top of what they did last week against one of, like, one of probably the best team in the comp at the moment, or they're on top of the ladder, I think. Not second anymore. now, sitting so second now. Yeah. But um, against one of the, the best defensive team in the comp, they just tore him to shreds. I think, as you, Judy said, Cherry Evans was a, a massive... They got a massive begin with um, Adam Fenua Blake's back. He got cleared to play, um, and yeah, I think that. Um, well, I see that Cowboys have changed their halves. That young, the young guy starting. So, yeah, Scotty Drinkwater was injured. Ah, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Arcee, yeah, is it Arcee? Yep, yep. yep. Butterfingers, Scotty Drinkwater. <laughs> <laughs> How about um, the Hammers try oh, against that Penrith? That was so good to see. It was a bit Ben Barber like. Yeah. Ben Barber, what a throwback. Yeah, that's what, a nice a, what a player. He could be unforgotten. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe, yeah. If you beers deeper running into their sixth season, which is mm. where two and a half men six season. Up, <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Morse? What do you got? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a close one. Um, I was looking at the stats. What was it? 28, time, 28 played head to head. I think Manly were 15, Cowboys were 13. So it's pretty close, um, as you touched on with the, uh, the new 5 8 for. Cowboys getting a run. He played pretty well last week. Didn't see too much of it. Too busy drinking beers. Um, mainly, I, I got him on top. Um, I like their team. I like how Cherry Evans stood up last week. Um, Cade Cust is still finding, finding his feet a little bit. Um, I think they're going to be too strong for him, but I'd love to see how, um, how it plays out. They were much improved, the Cowboys. Yeah. I'll give them that, and yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they go without a coach, or not without a coach, but Green, Green's just been sacked. So, again, we talk sort of a recurring thing for us, how they go after a, a sacking of a coach. Yeah. They were definitely better, but I've got Manly as well. Um, I don't, don't have too much to add to what you boys have said, though. I think you've covered it pretty well. Um, and then I think that's sort of saying, unless anything on that one, no. Moving on to Brisbane Storm as well. We've, we've sort of covered Brisbane quite extensively. Um, but, you know, Storm. They, put the, they, they stand up against good teams. They put the poor teams away. Gold Coast notoriously actually stand up back against Melbourne, but they put him to the sword. Munster returned and sort of led their attack. Smith still killed it. What do you reckon here? One quote I heard on NRL 360 tonight, Paul Crawley in relation to Brodie Croft. If you're Brodie Croft, wouldn't you just call in sick <laughs> instead of playing against your old club at the moment? Well, yeah. That was a bit funny. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, Melbourne just find themselves at the top of the ladder again. How? 
like they just do it every year. They've only lost two games under like, the so under the radar. Oh, it's crazy. Like everyone's been talking about the Roosters, Parramatta, and then Melbourne just creep up. They're going to be way too strong for Brisbane, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's too much going on with mm. Brisbane. Storm will be way too strong. Um, Not much more to really say, to be honest. Nice and easy one there. Yeah. As I said, we, we covered the Broncos a fair bit, um, and you know they're in the pits at the moment. Another team in the pits, the Warriors, up against the Roosters. Pato, yeah, you struggle against the Warriors at times, don't we you? We do. We actually last year we lost to them at the Central Coast. I'm pretty sure that we got beat by. But um, it's something about the Central Coast and the Warriors. I remember two years ago, two of us, Sheck scored on the bell and beat us. Oh, I remember and, that. Um, I don't know. This could be closer than everyone's like the than the odds are saying. They can't get you. They've got um, the Warriors at ten dollars here, but. We bloody better win after losing can, last week. Can yeah. I mention something about the odds you were just saying there? I I even said something last week. It's I used to think it was quite funny when a team would be paying six dollars to win, seven dollars to win, because you think it's a bit ridiculous. Mm. There's four games this week, so half the games there's teams paying more than five dollars to win. Mm. I think you're looking at the Bulldogs, um, Gold Coast, Brisbane, and New Zealand, and I think there's a real talent split in the comp. Sort of yeah. the top nine. Bottom seven, we keep talking about it, but I think it, that shows how much of a talent division there is. And they talk a lot about, is there enough talent for a 17th team? I really don't think there is. Mm. I think at the moment there's barely enough for 16 yep. because you've got four teams paying over $5 to win. So mm. that's just, as you, you just mentioned, the Warriors are paying 10s, and I thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, But, but you can also pick out a lot of representative players out of those sides. So like just off the, off the bat, some of those sides in the bottom four, you've got like Roger Tuovaz, Shek. Uh, you got like Josh Jackson at Canterbury. Um, at the Titans, you got Jai Arrow. So you've got. I just think it's the way the teams are structured. And one thing I'm going to go back onto your point about the nines. Think about all those sides. Their hookers are not established. So the game speed has changed, and the person that dictates the game speed for most of the sets is the hooker. So clearly, what's happening with those sides is the hooker's not really engaging with their forwards, and the balance of the team's not really there. So that's why they're falling behind. But in saying that, you give teams a couple of years to, to acclimatise with the rules or maybe, you know, you, we've seen so many players debut recently. I, I, I think it's just they don't have the roster and they've fallen behind and that's why there's a couple of blowouts happening because teams like the Roosters, Penrith and etc. are just absolutely killing it with the rules and they've got the players to accommodate it. Yeah, fair chat. I'll give you that one. Fair point. Um. So it sounds like all four again on the Roosters, more yep. so, yeah. Yep. Um, Big game from Teddy. He's going to score. I'll call it. <laughs> just does that just about every week, I reckon. Um, Sharks, Sharks, Dragons. Nine, nine Goose is backing in. Nine <laughs> <laughs> Judy puts him in the multi. Anyone Judy puts in the multi doesn't get up. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'll give, you, I'll give you a tip. Captain James Tedesco and Supercoach this week. Not a bad tip at all, actually. I don't want to talk Supercoach. My team's in shambles, as I say every week. Sharks, Dragons, Judy. Big one for you again. Yeah, really big game for the Dragons the next couple of weeks. So they've found their way back to four and six. Um, so they've got, I think, the Sharks, Souths and the Roosters in the next three weeks. I need to win a couple of those games there. Any chance for the eight? So um, I, I actually think we'll be on top this week. I don't know how the Cronulla are going to go against our forward pack. Um, and, and I think they're really playing into form. Paul Vaughan's putting his hand up for origin with a couple of really good performances. And we look a more threatening side in attack when Ben Hunt's moved to nine, Adam Clune's playing a lot better to his role. And I know we fell apart last week, but we still were able to get back together and score five tries. So, And Matty Duffy's playing absolutely out of his skin. Talk about someone that's like absolutely turned it around this year. It's been Matt Duffy. Um, and as the boys said about Cronulla, uh, I'm still really not sold on them. I think Sean Johnson's playing out of his skin, but I don't think... And he's having his skin left, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that a couple of times? <laughs> Both of them playing out of their skin. <laughs> TM. Um, but I think I think the Dragons will win this one, but it'll be very close. Yeah, there's not much really more to really harp on about. Um, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I hope uh, Dragons bring a little bit more than last week. I've, it was pretty tough watching that game against against the Dogs. To be honest, it was like watching two reserve grade teams play. Um, <laughs> it's a bit, bit of a harsh call, but it was just sloppy, I thought. Um, it was tough to watch, and that's all I'll say. There's, there's some good signs there, and you're looking at me, goose oh, like, like... Don't quite agree. I think the, the Dogs played quite that's well. That's fair, that's fair. I think it's yeah. just... 
Mate, I just think the game was very sloppy. Um, but I'm not one to talk after see what Seas brought out in the first half. But anyway, um, it'll be, it should be a close game. I uh, hope the Sharks can find some consistencies we already touched on. Um, I've got the Sharks in this one. My thoughts and prayers. I'll get in between you here <laughs> before you two start throwing them. But my thoughts and prayers are with Marcelo Montoya. Every time I see him drop that ball into Norman's hands, it gets a little bit funnier. <laughs> the poor bloke. And he fell over too. He could have made that tackle. Oh, the, it just doesn't get any easier for the dogs at the moment. Anything on that game, Pato? Uh, no, not really. I think drag. I've tipped the Dragons. I think they This is a bit of a grudge match normally between these two mm. across the across the bridge. So um, absolutely. I think um, they always put on good games, and I think I I'm going to go with the Dragons. Yeah, I think they've turned their season around. Jump yeah. on board. I've got a jersey at home if you want one. No, I'm good, thanks. Right, right over more. So you're just talking about South End. Another t- tough game. Canberra Souths. Yeah. 7 7.30 Saturday, I think. Um, so what, do you, what are you thinking here? What do you need to improve on? I think it's uh, going to be close. What do we need to improve on? Other than a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I turned the game off at half-time last week. It was, uh, it was pretty frustrated. It was hard to sit there and watch um, until I got a message um, saying check the score. Turned the game on. We started apparently playing some footy. A um, little bit too late. We left it too late. A few errors um, towards the back end probably could have uh, cost us and we could have won that game. But um, that Jackson Paulo had a really good game, I thought. Uh, it'll be interesting mm. to see how Jack Johns goes this week if he plays some minutes. Um, I think we're lacking, as you said before, Liney, some leadership. Um, we've got Sam Burgess um, behind the scenes with us, which is probably... Pointing us to some sort of direction. Can you get his brother to hold on to the ball, maybe? <laughs> that, that would be a lovely mate. Because use for that last we 15 minutes, that comeback was on. When we're in like when we're in the back of our half and we're trying to get out of our own half, it's just bash and barge up the middle, give it to someone, and he'll just bash it up. And then, and then Reynolds just puts up a bomb. Like We've got no direction, no two pass from, uh, from dummy half. Um, who even scored? Was it Cookie last week? As you spoke about how important hookers are. Um, for the speed of the game, he crossed for two, yeah. Hence, we start scoring points when I'm, I'm assuming he got um, got found some room. I don't know, a bit of go forward. I don't know if Knights were tired or, or whatnot. That's it, yeah. One of um, them, they play the ball was inside the attacking ten, but there was go forward, quick play the ball. Yeah. Players lying around the yeah. ruck, and Cook was able to to get in there. And, and then the other one, he pounced on a grubber. That's what, um, yeah. That's what will start to win us some games if we can find a bit of that. Um, Twenty eight. Uh, play 28 times, 15 for Raiders, 13 for us. So, sh- as I said, it should be a close game. I believe Bateman got named on reserves. We'll it's see a chance. if he comes into play yeah. or not. I think he's a he's a massive player for them. Um, a massive player for them. He's, he just puts yeah. himself in spots that um, other players don't want to put I themselves thought. into. He's kind of like your Victor Radley, I believe, and a Cam Murray. So, if yeah, if he if he plays for them, yeah. Souths were bad. We the first bad. 65 we minutes, yous were bad. It was, it was frustrating. Every time I looked up. I turned it off. Every yeah. time I looked up, turnover. Yeah. And you, I say every week, your unsung hero, or not even unsung, but Jaden Sewer. Sewer. Yeah. He's really punching up for you boys, but yous <laughs> yeah. are struggling other than him. But I'll talk more positively about Canberra. We we touched on them last week because we recorded the podcast late, but um, Bateman, not likely to be back, but I think they'll roll on forward. They'll, they'll sort of take into their stride the media saying their chances are done. Cetera, et cetera, with that Hodgson. I think they're in for another big game here. One one player that was quite impressive last week for them was Tom Starling off the bench. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the try, One of the tries I loved to see last week was Papali. Short ball. Yeah, Starling sort of, not a cross field, but sort of engaged, ran across till he engaged with the player. Short ball. Yep. Um, one, it's it's a thing I really love to see. I've talked about the halves going into the line and a forward running a good line. But um, once at one time we were playing for the Mighty Moorbank Rams and Someone we've shouted out before, Luke Inglis, Big Spook, was coaching us. He said to us at halftime, pick their biggest player that wants to whack you, yeah, get a young, a, sh- a short half, like someone small to sort of run at him, cop the hit, and mind you, our half got absolutely belted. Yeah, but pop the ball, rush the line. Yeah, yeah, pop the ball just before we get hit onto someone quick or someone big into a hole, and you'll mm-hmm. find space. And we did, and they did. So I thought that was really good to see from a young player. Um, I'll take Canberra in this one, though. Yeah. Uh, one thing you boys touched on was... Jack Johns making his, his debut. What's boys? I saw an article this week about some of the best debuts. Is there any that come to mind for you boys in the NRL that you've seen? Ch- Charlie Staines' mates on the <laughs> sideline. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that was good from them. Um, can't, oh. I can't 
Corey Corey Norman had a great day. Long time ago now. Corey Norman had a real good game on debut. Luke Brooks. I was that's yeah. the one I was gonna say. Sorry, I, was, I was actually at that game and um That would have been a good one to watch for you. <laughs> I, I sung at that game. <laughs> yeah. I sang the national anthem at that game. Uh, why? The Greg's voice did. The choir. Yeah, uh, I think Greg. it was later that year. Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah, but it was the second game. That's when Luke Brooks debuted, wasn't it? Did he debut at the Cricket Ground? He did, but yeah, it was round yeah, 24, 25, 25, 24, yeah. yeah. Really late in the season. Let him have it, Gary. He's the national it. anthem. <laughs> but I was there <laughs> anyway. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing, so when he played for Holy Cross College Ride and they played against St. Greg's one time and I was probably running water out or something like that. But you look and, and you see this guy and you know, he was absolutely carving up and I asked a couple of boys who, who it was and they're like, oh, this guy's Luke Brooks, you know, they reckon he's going to be the next star or whatnot. And a year later, plays his first game of NRL and hasn't looked back since. And that game, he just absolutely tore up. Ponga played our, our Cowboys, didn't he? Like yeah, that? in that semi, yeah, he sure game. did. Yeah, good call, actually. There's, uh, there's a few good memorable debuts out there. It's always good to see. You mentioned Jordan Atkins before. Yeah. He scored four. four. Charlie Staines just broke his, uh, eagled his record, but he Matty scored Dufty four. Matty Dufty had a good one as well against Manly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle and the Dogs. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Mitch? Yeah, I think I've got that game, don't I? Uh, <laughs> I think after last week's second half performance from the Knights, Adam O'Brien will be absolutely drilling them. Um, if they want to be more competitive for finals, they have to be more disciplined, I think. And um, you could see it in the boys' faces, Ponga, Pierce. They really know, really knew, sorry, should I say, that they, um, yeah, it was a bit of a letdown from their first half performance. And uh, They were disappointed, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were disappointing. Um, I don't, didn't, I only seen, as I said, I only seen the back half of it, but you could just see it in their faces. They they knew they were copping an absolute spraying. Um Bulldogs, I said to you, Goose, uh, with the dogs game, uh, with the Dragons game, it was tough to watch. Um, I won't harp on that anymore, but their attack's appalling. Um, I really hope that Barrett brings something to their club in attack-wise. I really, as we said before about um, new coach, I wish they didn't get him as their head coach. I wish he was there for like just as their assistant and helping towards the attack like they did in Penrith. Um, but yeah, they got a lot to look forward to with Barrett, but. I don't think they're winning that one. I've got uh, Newcastle on top. And they need to win that because they've got a couple of tough games coming up. That's all I'll say. Um, two things for me. Newcastle, too strong. I think Kurt Mann's been the most improved player in the comp. Um, him and Matt Dufty. Him and Dufty, yeah. Him and Dufty, I reckon, have been the two um, improved players in the comp. Just based, like They always had talent. They've just been outstanding. Um, so he had, he had another really good game against the Rabbitohs. On the Dogs... That forward pack, if you look at it on paper, is quite strong. And on the weekend, Dragons came out of the blocks really good and put two tries on them. They started to get a couple of six-again calls. Obviously, Dragons maybe a bit too slow and too eager around the ruck. And the Dogs really played off that. But it wasn't for an extended period of time. And, and that's what's really killing them. They're playing maybe 20, 30 minutes out of a game, but then not having that 80-minute performance. Um, and that's what I think they need to try and work to because if that four-pack stays next year and they can get some marquee signings in the backs, hopefully around a hooker and a halfback, they can turn it around quicker than I think what a lot of people sort of anticipate maybe. Gaza? Uh, not too much on this game. I think Knights will be too strong. One thing for the Bulldogs, drop Lachlan Lewis, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> Your favourite. Um, I think I heard some Barrett saying that he wants to bring Matt Burton from Penrith, and I think he'd be really good for them with Foran. But, um, yeah, Knights too strong. I think... Well, yeah. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, leading into our next game with Penrith, it's very interesting. You look at... They've got Tyrone May, Matt Burton, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, Dylan Edwards, Caleb Aikens. They've got a lot of players around that 6, 7 and 1. How many are Penrith going to be able to hold on to? I think Penrith came out and said there's no way they're going to let rid of go of Burton, but all those boys are young. At some point, one or two of them they are going to have to they leave. They want to get a go, yeah. Yeah, and, and if, if Barrett's coached them up the ranks, you'd think they've got some form of connection with him. Um, no, I mean, it it's depends on the culture that we talked about last week as well. Some of them might want to stay to keep that bench spot, but some of them might want to go and get a run. They might want to follow Barrett as well. So it's not a bad point. There's a few there, but yep. sort of Aikens follows Edwards in that fullback spot, and then you've got the two starting halves, yep. and then Burton and, uh, and May there on injury yeah. cover. One thing that I think the Bulldogs might benefit from immediately is you like you talk Pierce and Ponga, they might a bit of bromance maybe. Well, <laughs> we yeah. saw the kiss. the kiss. Maybe they just need some more blokes on blokes <laughs> in that, that club. 
Nothing wrong with the blokes on blokes. No, well, that's that's our, our motto here at the podcast. Well, was that the same at the Moorbank Rams? Because maybe Jake Averillo <laughs> could bring that in. <laughs> Mate, with, with Luke Inglis as coach, we couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's good to see Averillo back, but he, he's, yeah. he's so good young player. Yeah. Um, last game, you just started on at Gold Coast Penrith. Another, you know, I won't say blowout, but another one where Gold Coast are paying huge money to win. I will say Penrith have some injuries. Judy? Yep. Um, yeah, Penrith either resting or some injuries. Uh, Edwards and Appy out this week, which I think just makes it a little bit closer, but I still think they'll be too strong. Cleary will, will run rampant over them with that forward pack who's in great form. And Stephen Crichton and Brent Naden, they're playing some great footing for you know young stars up and coming. So um, if you're a Penrith fan, I think there's a lot of good things to look forward to. Boys? I've got, I've got nothing on this. I've, I think regardless of the injuries, Penrith will be too strong. Yep. Cowboys stood up against them. They and did. They, they sort of sat them back down. One, one win. Uh, sorry, eight wins, one loss, one draw for the season. Unreal stats. I don't think anyone would have seen that coming. No. Un- unreal from them, though. But I've got Penrith and I've got nothing else to add on it, really. Yeah. Well, me, me either. Nothing I think. My end. Yeah. All right. Good, good wrap then of the round. Um, sounds like we're quite, quite universal on our tips other than just a couple of games. Um, we, we, we've chatted a bit about the UFC But there's a little bit you want to talk about it uh, You boys and a bit more that will lead us into our, our multis well after that Whitaker fighting this weekend Pato and more so Yeah, should be good Whitaker comes back after his Who is Whitaker? Can you tell us as well for the people that might not know Robert Whitaker is an Aussie I think my belief Aussie. Yep. Yep. Definitely New Zealand yep. don't try and claim him, do they? No, no not like Adesanya Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he fights in the, the middleweight division. Um, yeah, and he's up against Darren Till, who's a Brit. And Darren Till's a beast, man. He absolutely destroys blokes. But Whittaker's gone with Yoel Romero, fought toe-to-toe with him twice now. Um, he held, twice. definitely held his own and beat him twice. The second time was a bit controversial, some some may say. But um, this, this week's fight should be a cracker. And he comes back after, I think his last fight got cancelled. Um, he pulled out. Yeah, he had to pull out for family reasons, didn't he? Yeah. What are your thoughts about it? Yeah, it'll be a good fight. Um, Darren Till's got so much power. Yep. Bit nervous for Whitaker in this one. Yeah. Uh, he's had a bit of a time off, but um, I really hope the Aussie gets home. Whitaker, he's such a good fighter. He's a smart fighter. He's got power and he's just got the Aussie spirit, the, the guts, the grits and all that. But then, as I said, Darren Till, he's a big man. He's a beast. He's a beast. Beast pommy. Just a brawler. Hits hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would not want to be hit by him. No. He's one of those blokes that you just you wouldn't be caught in the back alley. No, no, no. But, yeah, I, I, I just hope Whitaker wins. Just his for last his fight with Adesanya, if any loss, that was his last fight. Mm. Um, that was back in 2019. I don't know what's next for him if he loses the fight against Till. He mm. just goes back down the ranks, up the ranks, whatever you say, however you say it. Um, and, yeah, from there on in, it's touch and go for him. Yep. He needs, Connor needs to win this fight. He does. He does. He really does. Yeah. All right. On the combat sports, my throwback WWE superstar of the week is. Ooh, Chavo. <laughs> the great yeah, man out, out of the, the Guerrero family. I lie, I cheat and steal. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Viva la raza, baby. Chavo. The Royal Rumble entrance he made and left in within a minute. Countless. <laughs> I believe he lost the ECW title at WrestleMania either 23 or 24 in eight seconds Kane. to the big red machine, <laughs> Glenn Jacobs, Kane. Huge. Good. That's great for me. We might touch a bit more on the WWE next week in detail for maybe 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what we got? 50 minutes will run through the attitude area. The next week will run through the ruthless aggression era. 25 minutes on edge and leaders sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> From January 2006. Judy was walked in on that one by the old man. It was. In the day. <laughs> so I'm, uh, just just a quick one. My mum had uh, put the parental block on after I'd wrestled my sister too many times. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> For people worried at home, it was a genuine wrestle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so mum's put the parental block on it and I figured it out by following her to the supermarket and realised it was her pin. Come on, mum, be better than that. Anyway, I'm watching it. And, you know, Edge has gone under the blankets and my dad walks in, he's got, you know, he's an older Italian man. He goes, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, shit, shit. And he goes, didn't your mum block that? I was like, yeah, yeah, He goes, no, 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 put it back. She's at the shops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fonzie, what a man. 
Fonz. Yeah. What a champion. <laughs> Back right. on, let's get on the magic. Yeah, UFC. Was that going to be one of your legs this week? Yeah, not the, we're not the Till and Whitaker well, fights. We actually. haven't even hit the button. Oh, Ryan, you jump that, that gun, That's not only me, isn't it? It was almost a <laughs> six. wrong one. Multi magic. We need to get one, boys. Oh, fuck, we, we suck, don't we? <laughs> I've had one leg get up. <laughs> I'm happy next week to throw my leg to someone, one of the viewers. So one of the viewers can throw, mm. throw in one of their legs. Maybe we, maybe we let next week, we let the viewers. Yeah, four, yeah, four right. people throw up, throw up there one of their tips because yeah. we're certainly not doing any. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for shopping. that. How about we pick the the four winners of the six pack instead of one? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'd that'd be good. All right, let's do that. How many, yeah, we how many through? With this we'll this, this week with the fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless the Everest next week and Red Zell comes out of retirement, I'm not backing a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to, to Jazzbutt backing a horsey. Giddy up, mate. We just can't pick the lead. Did you get that out of Bev's horses tips? No, I didn't. No, I didn't listen to Bev. I think I actually heard um, Clay. Not the Gator. Clay Mawson say it last week. Clay time, Peter Garrett. Yeah, and he liked it last week and it got scratched. So I saw it this week and I was like, you know what? Slow away. Damien Oliver wrote it. Yeah, got home just in the end. a good position. Well, actually, sorry, it didn't. It got stuck behind Got stuck, yeah. Do you want to commentate it, mate? No. Sat a few back. Mm-hmm. Really, really got it home, eh? That's right. Found, the, yeah, found the gas. And well, uh, Mr. Tony Brussel, what is your tip this week? I have gone away from horses, <laughs> but I've gone back <laughs> to logical, <laughs> back to the rugby league. Well, the the fields for the horses haven't come out. I yet. thought you were going to do Tyways Badminton. No, no, no. I've gone Joseph Manu anytime. Nice. Also, what is yours? Against the Warriors, surely. Um, I went to USC. That's on Sunday, boys. Um, I went Alexander Gustafsson. Had a good fight against John Jones. So he's up against uh, Fabrikia. Weird him. I can't even say that name. That bloke's 42 years of age. And uh, I think you should hang it up. How's it, how, what have you got him? Just to win or? Good bloody question, mate. Uh, I've got him. I've got <laughs> Gustafsson on points. On points. Yeah, I've got him on points. All right. Uh, I've gone St. George 1-12 against Cronulla. Go the Dragons. Uh, my, my legs this time good? <laughs> my bet this week is for a ball to be kicked in every game. <laughs> First, uh, first try to be converted. I, <laughs> I am for the referee to blow the whistle. I am jumping on the manly wearing sea eagles to just win head to head. Get them at the line. That's conservative. Get gamble responsibly. That's conservative. Uh, I'm trying to win a leg. What will that put us at, Pato? Uh With sports bet, it gives us forty five dollars. Odds of forty five. Okay, five. we take that. That's not bad. That's not bad. And um, our other segment. Six pack of the week. Um, this will be our last one this time. We're going to change up the challenge after this week. So get in while you can. Yeah, what we got our uh, Penrith and Gold Coast game, but also oh, do you want to do you want to say it? No, shout no, out, no. shout out to Dossie this week. Big yeah. Aiden Lamaro. Good on him. Up. Guess the correct score in yeah. what game was it? Picked it exactly. Yes, yes. Nights picked the score South exactly. Nights, he Surely he should have been uh, treated to some cruises instead <laughs> of uh, <laughs> some beer. some bear. Uh, we, we've been on to him. He's after the carton, so we'll get a photo of him up. Um, but, yeah, we've gone Penrith Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. It might be a bit of a different game to try and pick this week. Um, we'll bring you a new challenge, though. We st- haven't thought of it yet. You know, we, don't <laughs> think, we don't think that far ahead. But, um, you know, last one. And then for those four winners, we'll get to pick the multi-legs next week. On Unride, Madam Mitchell Morse, congratulations. Uh, McAfee just scanned your computer and there's no viruses found. <laughs> so I guess uh, Brazzers is quite a safe <laughs> website. Well there, you know. Yeah, shout out to McAfee, big uh, <laughs> big fans of the podcast, and they uh, they might sponsor us. So uh, just working on that one. R- Red Tube or X Videos? Porno, mate. Porno. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Premium. Nice. <laughs> Lino? <laughs> Edge and leader. Sex, sex, sex <laughs> and <laughs> Just quietly, Goose. I bet that didn't take you two hours to get up, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Candace oh. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Trish Stratus. Oh, what a way to end. Uh, what a way to end. Um, good Anything stuff, else, boys. I think that's it. Good luck that's on the it. golf course this weekend. Good yeah. luck to all the teams. And um, keep sinking beers, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>